Right now, it's time to talk with Kelly Showstrom. It's always time to turn your money around, isn't it? It's always a good time to do that. And we want to talk with Kelly a little bit today about the average credit card debt in America is probably not what we want it to be. Hi, Kelly. Let's talk about credit card debt because we want to get people out of that for sure. Yeah. So I was reading an article recently and I was amazed by some of the new debt stats that are coming out um, from last year. And and one of them was being the average credit card debt. And Kelly, believe it or not, um, and some of you are going to say, whoa, I have way more than that. Or man, that's a lot of average. I don't have quite that much. But you know, that aside, the average credit card debt in America is $6,270. And this website, Spend Me Not, claims that credit card debt is one of the biggest financial problems that households face in the modern world, with 45% of families carrying some sort of debt on their credit cards every single month. And the reason for that is because once you have a debt, it's all, it seems like it's impossible to ever get it paid off. Oh, of course. Like when you're dealing with 20%, 17% on a good day interest rates, it is hard to pay off that debt. It is hard to get ahead of things. And this is why we preach so much not to even get involved in that situation because credit card debt is really scary. It's hard to get out of and it, it, it snowballs very quickly. And so if we can just follow our budget and um, we can still use credit cards for those of us that um, still follow our budget and we know exactly that we can afford the payment in full every single month. Um, that's still okay. But if you're just putting credit, uh, putting transactions on your credit card and you're hoping that your paycheck is going to cover it, um, that's where we let some of the balance go into the next month and then the next month again. And the next thing you know, we have this average number of $6,270. And that's hard to cover. You, you were able to get yourself out of debt, you know, and, and there was ways you did. It wasn't like it just you decided one day, okay, I'm just going to take all this extra income that's laying around and pay it off. You took on more work and did whatever it took to get yourself out of that situation. Yeah. And I think everybody is different, right? We personal finance is just that it is personal. And so we're all on our own journey. And so first off, don't compare yourself to others, but use others as inspiration because you can change your life, right? We all have a mortgage or rent. We all have to pay the cell phone bill. We all know that those annual taxes are creeping up. And so these little excuses that we tell ourselves of, of why we maybe can't change our lives, they're actually not true. They're just things that we're telling ourselves and we're postponing the inevitable. And so first step is just kind of start to dig in and be aware that there might be a problem or that you know that you can do better. And once we're at that phase and we're like, okay, I, I'm ready emotionally and I can take this. I know I can tackle anything that comes to me. Then you can start figuring out a game plan. So my game plan was working extra and um, I was, you know, time is limited. And so I'm not going to say that because I was single, I had all the time in the world, but it did help that I didn't have any kids. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have kids, maybe you have a partner that can help out, right? We can all do something. We can do a little bit. Um, remote work, virtual work is really big right now. And so maybe you can get a part-time job to even 10 hours a week where you work from home and that's manageable, right? And so figuring out what are the things that you're going to do to pay off some of this debt. And if 
increasing your income, getting a side job isn't something that you can tackle right now, then how can you reduce your expenses? Because it is at the end of the day, either an income or an expense issue. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the two factors has to change if we're going to make a dent on our debt. And so what um, can you get rid of Netflix or Hulu or can your grocery bill be a little bit, um, can you pare it down a little bit and be proactive in meal planning? Can you maybe... um, Maybe you can carpool or maybe you just bought a new car and you don't really need it, right? There's all sorts of things that we can look at that we spend money on every single day to try to reduce those expenses. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you've got stuff that you can sell. Maybe you bought some things that you thought you were going to use and you're like, you know what? I don't have any time to do this anyway. I could sell it and really start knocking down my $6,000 debt instead of just creeping at it for three or four years. Absolutely. And Kelly, like looking around all of our houses, we all have junk that we can sell, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and don't get stuck on, well, I don't have anything of value or I don't have anything that I can really move the needle because the small things move the needle. And if it doesn't move the needle financially, which I'm going to argue that it does, it at least help that mental clarity because you won't have all this stuff just lying around, taking up space, stressing you out, you're cleaning it all the time and you don't even use it. Right. And so Selling stuff around the house is a really good way to make a little bit of extra money. Um, And then once you get started in this community, there's Facebook group. I have a Facebook group, Ditch Debt, Live Rich. Um, There's others out there as well. Once you're with the people that are doing the same thing that you're doing, you're going to be amazed by the creativity that people do to get out of debt and how um, people in a lot worse situations than you are actually making it possible. And so you can do it too. Yeah, you and I worked together when I first met you and I was so excited because you helped me create a spreadsheet, which I didn't want to look at all of the things I was kind of throwing money out the window at, right? (laughs) How many TV services does a person actually need or things that I forget about like, oh, I don't even use that. What am I doing? And And when I have it all on a spreadsheet, I could see, I mean, I'm saving so much money per month by not having so many little things. So let's talk a little bit about emergencies. What is the percentage of people that have money in their household to cover an emergency should something arise? So actually, Kelly, only 39% of Americans can cover a $1,000 emergency. And $1,000 is a lot of money if you need to spend it, but it's not a lot of money in an emergency. If you think about it, all those things that pop up, our car needs repairs, the furnace goes out, um, hail damage, all the, whatever it is, um, it costs more than a thousand dollars normally. And so the fact that only 39% of us could cover that emergency with cash means that everyone else is putting it on a credit card, which means that that's rolling up to that first statistic of adding to that credit card debt and that cycle of not being able to pay it off. And so when I work with clients, the first thing that we try to do is just how can we get our head above water, right? I'm not trying to ask you to start paying off debt day one, but how can we just put a little bit of money in savings and have money for a rainy day? day to cover our checking account. That way we don't have to play the the bills game of um, when do I get paid and when can I pay my next bill? And Mm -hmm. I have to wait until this date and do the math and carry the three, right? Um, Well, how can we just add a little bit of buffer to our lives? And that reduces the stress that that increases the clarity that we have in our thinking. And then we can start tackling debt in other ways. But yeah, only 39% of Americans have a thousand bucks set aside specifically for an emergency. And so um, you are probably hearing this and you're probably in the group that says, man, I do not have that. And you are not alone. Yeah. And now here's some really interesting things too. 70% of Americans say that their financial plan needs work. So in a way it makes you feel a little bit better that you're not alone, but at the same time, you're like, wow, what direction are we headed? We all out of control here. 
Kelly, isn't that so funny? So, you know, let's go to the first one was um, credit card debt of $6,200, right? Mm-hmm. 39% of Americans don't have enough to cover an emergency. 70, 70% of Americans say they need help, right? And so it's it's amazing to me that we still shy away from our finances. We all know we need help. We all know we don't have a money enough money set aside. We all have credit card debt that's, that's you know, a little bit higher than we want it to be. And so- if you are, if all of this is like checkbox and yes, this makes sense. And oh my gosh, are they speaking to me? Now is your time to actually dig in because if you're saying your financial planning needs work, I'm going to, I'm going to say that it's amazing the amount of people that I, that I start working with that need help with this one little thing, or they just want to get rid of debt and then their eyes become open. And I'm sure you felt this way, Kelly, too. There's actually so many things that I don't even know about that. I feel like I need to know about that can actually reduce my stress and just increase my quality of life. Like I can still follow a budget and spend money. I can still have a credit card without credit card debt. I can still put savings aside for an emergency while also having a savings for vacation. And so it's not this one or the other black and white situation with our personal finances that we, I just hope that everyone just starts to dig in, start to ask the questions of yourself, and then you become motivated to actually do so much better. Yeah. Do something. Do something about it, too. 16% of Americans saying they've got more debt than before the pandemic. I'm sure that that's situational because a lot of people did lose their jobs. Uh, A lot of people had to kind of borrow to live for a little while. I guess that's kind of a problem, too. Exactly. And, and some of that is tied to not having a savings before the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even if you had a thousand dollars saved up before the pandemic, it was probably gone month one, right? Of everyone, all of us losing our jobs, myself included. And so I would say that some of that number is just not being prepared because even a three to six month emergency fund, which everyone recommends would have not have been enough. Um, and part of it is maybe just overspending and things that we didn't need, but a lot of it was just the unfortunate circumstance of a global pandemic. And so I wouldn't let ourselves beat ourselves up over that too much because um, things were definitely out of um, what anyone could have expected. But, you know, there's other stats that this article reported out on. Only 24% of Americans or millennials um, demonstrate basic financial literacy, and that's basic financial literacy. And we're the age group that apparently is the most educated so far. And we've, you know, we've grown up with student loan debt and yet we only 24% of us um, Mm. feel like we have a basic understanding of our finances, which is actually kind of scary, right? It is scary. It's very scary, especially with inflation the way it is and gas prices the way I mean now you really have to think if you're making a certain amount of money you may not be able to have enough gas to get to work for a full month if you have to drive 40 miles one way so it's getting it's getting a little frightening out there I've only got a couple minutes left here but I do want to tell people that moneygalcoaching.com there's a lot of free information that Kelly gives you she's somebody who's been in our shoes she's a Minnesota girl that uh, was in debt, uh, felt like up to her ears and said, I got to do something about it and took some common sense knowledge and got out of debt. I mean, in a really pretty quick way. And she can help you do that too. Are you offering any classes right now that people can jump on board with? I have my course that I'm offering. It's four modules, all in um, getting you to those goals of paying off your debt. Um, module The four modules are budgeting and kind of getting um, your, your day-to-day personal finances in order. There's a module on specifically paying off your debt, another one on um, uh, sharing money with a partner, with a spouse, and then the last one just are increasing our money mindset. And so that course is really great and it's affordable and it's lifelong access and it's a way for people to do 
just say, I already need to dig in. I don't think that I need a coach just yet, but I need a little bit of guidance to steer me along the way. It's kind of a, if you take it on as a project, right? And make this your art project. It's just a financial literacy to get yourself in a better position and just know every day that's going to take a little bit more stress off of you, uh, the better the better you do with that. Absolutely. I think so too. Kelly, thanks for being here.